Coming to you live from Parkview Studios. We're upstairs in the loft tonight. This is The Brothers Catch-Up, a podcast where two brothers come together and we just converse, have a catch-up. I'm Sal Biazzi. With me is my brother. Frankie Biazzi. Wow. I've been looking forward to this podcast because last week, I feel like we left on a real high note, the way we usually leave off. Um, And... So much has happened to me this week, and I think so much has probably happened to you. And we have so much on the horizon. So I just wanted to. I don't know. Not touch that base. much has happened to me in this past week. Nothing. I mean, I work two jobs. Like I feel like I never have like time to relax anymore. You're not relaxed. I'm relaxed in the sense of like I don't really ever get stressed out about things. That's good, but I haven't been able to truly just like. You know, like, I get home from work, and I gotta cook dinner, then by the time dinner's done, it's like, I gotta shower, by the time I'm done with that, it's like, I just wanna, then I wanna have my glass, cup of tea, watch something, and then go to bed. But by that time, it's like, I only had, like, a really, like, an hour to myself, and then the next day it starts again. But, wow. Yeah, that's, it's <laughs> pretty monotonous. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So uh, nothing interesting. Has been. You gotta find things to do. Well, with what time? I, the remaining time. You gotta make it. First of all, no, you're not that busy. First of all, I am. Second of all, in Florida, when I had all the time in the world, what did you do I all still day did today? nothing. Oh, well, today, me and Amanda woke up, made breakfast, showered, drove to mom's. Now I'm here. Yeah, but you. That's not your whole day. Your whole day was spent with your family, relaxing, spending time. Yeah. All right. Well, so that's what I will say is like my weekends have been great. But based on what just happened at work tonight, <laughs> that's no longer a thing. I'm going to have to start working weekends, which if that's the plan, I might just quit. Like I need the second job for the money. But, like it's already just too much and like it's way more than I wanted it to be. So like that might be. So. Well, we should luck with that. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna be a server. Well, you could do that. I think. I mean, it's I mean, probably sure a bad time to more, do it, but it's also gonna be way more demanding, and you have no prior experience. I don't need experience. I've got charisma, baby. It's the only experience I need. Anyway, what's happening in your life, Mister? I have all the time in the world. I carpeted my staircase. Oh yeah, that's right. You did do that. I think it came pretty well. Again, you asked me to help you, and I couldn't because it was that work. So. You know, it's interesting. I'm not a big, like, go-getter, ambitious, like, want to tackle a lot of projects type person. But when I do have projects that I do think that I can tackle and I see an opportunity to do it. I, I, yeah. So, like, I watched a few videos on this uh, carpeting thing. You know, it's a thing people do. They put carpet on floors. And I was very confused when you said this carpeting thing. I, I didn't know where you were going with that. You just mean like carpeting. Yes. As if it was like this weird niche thing that no one knows the about. Hobby. This carpeting, carpeting <laughs> thing. Like, yeah, everybody's house has carpet. <laughs> well, I mean, I never really understood the mechanisms behind how the carpet is actually attached to the That's floor. That's fair. <laughs> I've always wondered that. In our old house, there. All right, do you remember in our old house in the living room? By the couch that kind of led to that weird computer area. Yeah. That carpet used to pull up. And I used to like expose like... The tax the, the tax. 
So what the fuck is that? Like, how do I not feel that when I walk? Yeah, so there's tack strips down on my staircase, and you can't really feel them. No. If you now, look for them, you might be able to feel them a little bit. Now, I saw the pictures you posted. Yeah. And the tack strips are laid, like, against the stair. And then the carpet, like, touches, like... Is the tack strip attached to the step? Yes. There's, like, a glue on the bottom? It's nailed. You have to nail the tack strip into the stair. Yes. So now when you rip that carpet up and you take the tack strips out, you have holes in your stairs? Yes. There'll be, like, holes in the stairs. But that's not the biggest deal. They're, like, small holes. <laughs> but, yeah, so I bought some tack strips. I bought way more tack strips than I needed because I bought a whole box. And I guess you didn't need to buy a whole box so you could probably buy How many tack strips were you putting on a stair? Well. Like one? Yeah, because, like, they're big. So, like, I could break cut them. Cut them? Yeah, so I can cut them down to size. So I really probably only needed... Maybe like ten at most. Oh, like ten total tax strips? Yeah. How many are in a box? I think I have like seventy. Oh my god! So many tax. All right, we got. Well, so okay. I got to carpet more things. So do you if anyone know, out there in our audience? There's a few know, of you. Do you know that you need carpeting? You. I don't know if he's a YouTuber, Twitter guy, super, super freak. Maybe his name. He. He's. Insane Clown Posse fan I don't know Who jumps on shit No Oh my god Definitely not We gotta send him the tax rips You can just jump on No No I don't want I wanna use them I wanna carpet my whole garage Or something Don't do that <laughs> Although like shag Not for nothing <laughs> You don't use your garage to park in it But that's because I guess right now It's not I might Once see. you get it cleaned out Is it somewhere you wanna put Like Do a you car? wanna put a car in there Maybe with Rachel Or do you wanna just kinda of turn it into Carpet it, throw another couch and TV in there, and it becomes like a little man cave. I don't, I don't think I want a man cave in there, but yeah, I probably wouldn't carpet it. Are you? Do you just not want a man cave ever? Well, I think I've kind of turned. Well, I, my life is going to change very much in the next few months. Like I don't know exactly where what space will be allocated for me and what's going to be allocated. Well, for... I'm just saying, like in the future, though. I don't like, like the you idea envision of like, a, your next house. Yeah. Or this house in the future. Do you envision a little space for you that's like all decked out in like dolphins and Yankees memorabilia? No. I'm not into like putting memorabilia on the wall or turning anything into like a. I don't know, an Applebee's. I don't like that stuff. See, I'm very much into that. Like, I want a room that's like, it would be a small room. And I put like. Pin flags from different golf courses I play in there, and Yankee stuff and Dolphin stuff. I don't know. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, no, I'm not into that. But yeah, so I carpeted. I was very excited about it. I still have tax strips. I'm gonna try and carpet another area somewhere. I don't know if it'll be in the house or if it'll be someone else's house. I have had someone reach out and say, "Hey, I'm looking to carpet a staircase. I would like." Should we, your input. Should we start a carpeting business? It's way too much work for me. I did injure myself. How long did it take you to do steps? From start to finish. Now, I, I got done with work from about noon that day. Mm -hmm. It was an early day, so I was like, I'm going to use the rest of the day to carpet the staircase. I went and got my supplies with no plan. Like, I didn't, it's not like I picked this carpet out and ordered it or anything. I just went to Home Depot. I was like, I'm just going to use whatever I could find there that was marginally acceptable. 
This was on clearance. It was almost the exact amount of footage I need. I cut it all down. The whole process took me, from start to finish, almost exactly eight hours. Okay. So here's what I'm thinking. One, that's too long. (laughs) (laughs) But if you call the carpet company and say, hey, I just need my stairs done. How many steps do you got? 13. This is 11. 11 steps. Say, I need steps to get done. I have 11 steps. How much it is going to... How much do you think people, like a company, would have charged you for that work? I think this would probably be about $1,000. It's a lot. You think it's that much? Yeah, probably. Why aren't we doing that? Like one day <laughs> like one day a week, it's like we specialize in stairs. Well, I mean, it's expensive. To, well, it wasn't that expensive. Well, that's what I'm saying. And plus, like, if we're... If we become carpers, we'll get, like, discounts on, like, bulk supplies. We'll get really good. We'll be knocking out steps in, like, three hours. <laughs> I Dude, mean, we could do if it. If we do, do two a, a week, it's, like, an extra two grand a week. carpet just stairs? We'll just carpet people's stairs? I don't know if I'm that good. We can get that good. <laughs> like, it's pretty good. Like, I, <laughs> like, it's a pretty good job. Hey, thanks. I watched, like, six YouTube videos, so I put a lot of time and energy into my research. I'm down. I'll start a carpet company. I'm like practically an expert. There's if there's like one carpenter who's gonna listen to this and get so pissed off. Fuck him. It's a lot of work, and I did like I said, I did hurt myself. So like in terms of the job, like I'm one for one in injuries. Something did happen to me this week. Okay. That I forgot. Yeah. I'm gonna be going on another podcast. Oh, I didn't know we knew anyone else who. Podcasted. I'm gonna be going on to another podcast, and then I'm gonna be starting another podcast. Wait, for someone who Isn't that has, crazy? Wait, for someone who has nothing interesting in life going on, who's who lives the most mundane, boring, like you almost sound like well, you're gonna kill yourself no. on microphone. Wait, you're you have a lot of shit to say to have so many goddamn podcasts. Yeah, well, here's the thing: <laughs> the 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 job that I work at that takes a lot of time away. It's a really fun place to be. There's a lot of shit going on, a lot of fun people. And I get to meet some cool people. And I met this cool dude. He owns this company. And he runs a podcast for this company. And he has local small businesses on. And you go and you promote them and talk about what you guys do. And So I'm going to be going on that. But not for for my other job. I'm going to be going on on their behalf. So I'm going to be going on that podcast. And then... I told you that there's going to be a, a video game podcast in the works. I would like a video game podcast. Yeah. So, speaking of video games, this is a good... I'm going to jump transition. on this and transition a little bit. On the... So, I've been in a groove now, the last few days, of just, like, exclusively binging Star Wars video games from the early 2000s, which is, like, the golden era of LucasArts... And the video games they were pumping out. <clears throat> On the PlayStation 4 store, for like $15, maybe like $15.70, I got Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, and Jedi Knight, Je- Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast, both games. And I've just been playing them nonstop. And then on my phone, KOTOR 2 came out. I got that game for my phone. This is playing my that as well. This is my point, though. Yeah. There's how many hours do you think you've put into those games in the since you bought them, which was how many <coughs> days ago? A lot, probably. I don't know. Yeah, like, I could never. Like I don't have. <laughs> you do. You can find I, the time. Not that kind of time. What else are you doing? I'm working. <laughs> I'm working too. We and work then, the same jobs. 
No, you Except don't. Except for the other job. I have a whole nother job. That is minimum 20 hours a week. Well, you, extra instead of doing that, you could be playing Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. But you just would have less money. A lot less money. So, I wouldn't unless be able you find to, a way to monetize Then that. I wouldn't be able to afford where I live. Well, that's a problem. I know. I guess you need that second job. I know. You should get paid for this. I should pay you. I'm not going to pay you that. Well... Can we get more listeners? If you're listening to this and you Listen happen more. to like us, stream it like share it. Times. Help us out. All right. But yeah, so Jedi Knight Jedi, isn't it amazing? In the years since, I think they both, haven't had a game come even close to what these games are. I'm biased because, in my opinion, Jedi, uh, in my opinion, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2, The Sith Lords, is my favorite video game of all time. It's the game I probably played the second most. To Skyrim, because Skyrim I've probably played more. But I definitely love and adore Knights of the Old Republic 2 more than any video game that I've ever played. It was a visceral experience. So I always heard people who said the best Star Wars video games of all time were the Jedi Knight games. But now I've, I've played them before when I was younger. But I didn't love them as much as I love the KOTOR games. Did you play the Jedi Knight games before you played the KOTOR games when you were younger? Um, or was it an after thing? I think I played the night games before I played KOTOR that, games. Because the night see, games came out before the KOTOR yeah, so games. So they probably came out, you played them, they're like, yeah, these are fun. And then you find KOTOR and you're like, alright, well then, this is, that's it. And then you never go back to the night yeah. games. But now that I'm playing the Jedi Knight game in this time, it's amazing this game. And I mean this sincerely. Like, some of the things you can do, and the thinking about that this is 2003. You know, you and can I'm run not, on walls and, and backflip and, and lightsaber combat's crazy. And I'm not a big, not a big video game player. Based on me calling myself a video game player, like that can't be the proper terminology. But the game's fun. Like it's a fun game to play. I'm not even a big Star Wars fan, as discussed in the previous episode, because New Hope's not great. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no denying that when you play this game, you feel like a Jedi. Why can't in today's in today's universe of video games, how crazy graphics are, how crazy the technology has gotten? All you have to do is just remake it. You don't even have to create a whole new story. Just use whatever that is, and just make people feel like a Jedi. And it's funny because even though the combat is just you're kind of just mashing the trigger and flailing your lightsabers, and then every once in a while throwing your force powers in when you have it, just it takes skill though. Like, there are definitely, like, I'm playing through the game. There are moments that are so challenging. Now, I'm playing, I'm not playing on the normal setting. I'm playing on the, the next setting up, the hard setting. But then there's one more above that that I'm not playing on. But even on that, I think it, there are moments where I'm, like, really stuck in certain spots. Why do you think it is that Star Wars has never been able to nail video games? Like, in in the sense of, like, like, you see, like, Battlefront, when they try to do the online type of game. Like those games those games are bad. They're fun, but they're never good. They they don't know how to balance it at all. There's always something in it that's way too overpowered. It's super glitchy. Well, to be fair, most competitive online games are unbalanced. Like even when they're balanced, they're usually not balanced. Even the best balanced games are usually imbalanced and if they're not imbalanced, they will soon find a way to imbalance them. But in so the like, last iteration but, of Battlefront, wasn't it like if you got a Jedi, if you got to play as a Jedi, which by the way, it's ridiculous that like you didn't get to play as a Jedi just all the time. 
But if you got to be a Jedi, you were just super overpowered and you just kill everybody. No. Well, that's entirely inaccurate. That Battlefront game was pretty good. I played the first one that came out from EA. It, the problem that it got killed with in both Battlefront 1 and Battlefront 2 is that it came out with like almost a pay-to-win system. Where like people would put money into the added features and then dominate the game. Correct. So like that got people pissed off. But what I've heard in the time since is that the Battlefront games, at least number two, is actually good now. And there's a lot of content there and it's pretty fun to play. But it doesn't really sustain the type of audience that you think about with a mass Star Wars game. But it makes money. Same thing with, with I don't like the Old Republic MMO. I used to play that game. I played it for like two years. And I just fell out of it. But it makes Disney and EA and these studios a billion dollars a year. So like for as much as I don't think they're successful, they're still appealing is to that a big why, audience. Is that why they can't come up with a game like uh, the Knights game? Because the what they're Knights doing game? is making them too much money? Yeah. It's like, like the why would we ever... Yeah, game? Like, these are so easy to make. That the but, outside then again, but then again, they must have like a port still for these old games where they can just like... They must be playing them, right? Like, like, they know about them. See, Disney made a choice when they bought Star Wars to throw all this stuff out. And now it's almost like they're afraid to touch them. But, like, they should be remaking these games, like you said. Yeah, right? In Just like, remake them. People want them. Like, like I'm now, playing Code well, you know all what? the time on my phone. You know what? I think one of the other reasons is Call of Duty has this issue. When they remade Call of Duty 4 and put it out, online they didn't they didn't they did not prepare for how many people were gonna like love it and play it and it takes away from the rest of their games and because i always thought they were gonna do modern warfare 2 remaster too where they were gonna like instead they only did the campaign because they don't want to do the multiplayer online because they know people are just gonna flock to that play that and abandon the game that's already out so maybe it's that maybe they're scared they're gonna just lose all of the their other platforms. But see, what makes KOTOR good at the end of the day, and what, make Jedi, what makes Jedi Knight good at the end of the day, are almost two different things, but the same thing. Whereas in KOTOR, it's, they were so ambitious with the scope of the story and making you feel like the choices you made in the story made a difference to what happened to you in your game. And that had never happened before. And in Jedi Knight, they were so ambitious, but in terms of making the combat and the gameplay feel like you were just seat-of-your-pants, action-packed Star Wars. And Star Wars has done that with, like, The Force Unleashed and this latest Jedi game that I've played, Fallen Jedi or Last Jedi or whatever. That's pretty good. But the heart that was in those early games where they were, like, they were pushing the technology to the brink of what you could do. There was never a video game like KOTOR that had come out and had given you control over the story the way that game did and putting you in a Star Wars universe where the story in that game is almost better, if not absolutely better in my opinion, than any of the movies, which was great. Like when you're playing the original Knights of the Old Republic and you experience certain parts of that story it's as important as experiencing vader saying to luke for the first time i am your father so like that is important it's amazing how, how they don't have that today but, but how much of that is kind of like what we 
we've talked about in politics and in other things where you get that they get I don't know if it's if it's it's unavoidable where something gets too big the people who originally had their hands on it had an actual passion and care for it and by the time you get to today the people who are working on these same things don't have that same passion they don't have that same care and you get a totally different feeling product that's what happened definitely it like, happens everywhere but i also think a lot of it is saturation like with the marvel experience where the marvel movies aren't necessarily much worse than they ever are there were marvel video games like i know there's there a is, few there's some new ones that came out that are pretty high budget and obviously the latest spider-man games have been very good oh sure i forgot about that um Marvel has a lot of different but we, video game franchises. We've kind of talked about this with Star Wars. Like, Their most compelling thing is the Jedi. Yeah. The fact that they have so many movies and shows that like don't totally focus on just like Jedi. Like exploring that lore. What are you doing? Why can't you give Every me... Every kid, if you go to Disney and you go to like the Star Wars land, every single kid is walking around with a lightsaber. Yeah. They don't care about a blaster... They don't care well, some about kids do. They don't care about stormtroopers. And some fans really do like the mercenaries and the bounty hunters. Some fans Just like the scoundrels. Just give me light si- lightsaber battles. But all you the can. Time. But they've never done it, and they can do it if they put their mind to it. But you can give a Star Wars experience that puts. I recommend anyone out there who's listening to this go and take a few hours of your time and watch some seasons of the clone wars animated series um because you can do that in live action movie or game of thrones styles for adults and give you an experience where the jedi and the sith are two waging empires the republic versus the empire and the jedi are the generals for this force and the Sith have their own evil force, and these two clash. And then in that, you could tell the story with bounty hunters and mercenaries. Because in Game of Thrones, or in any type of big epic fantasy or science fiction universe, you need a very diverse cast of yes. very interesting characters. And they just don't do it! I don't know why they don't do it, but they don't. We are officially a Star Wars podcast, by the way. And yeah, at some point. I think we're at least Star nerdy pop, pop culture. We've, we've talked about Star Wars at least... Half the push Yeah. Yeah, but sorry about that. Speaking We're of Game not. of Thrones, though. Yeah. That prequel show yes. is coming out Yes. at some point. Mm-hmm. Do you have thoughts on it? I'm Do you excited know anything to watch about it. it? Not really, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, like, I don't know anything about it either, but like, I'm excited. <clears throat> I don't really care to I find miss out. That, I miss that world. I don't really miss the world as much oh. as I miss... I just miss having something so... Good. Cool to watch. Something good. so good on everyone. Sh- everyone hates on season eight, and I get it. Maybe it wasn't as good as the other seasons, but I, it was a pretty good season. And as much as everyone wants to tear it apart, seriously, like the one episode is the what's the what the Battle of Winterfell is that is that which one is that the in the last season? Yeah. What's the name of that episode? When the where Arya's like sneaking around killing the White the Walkers? Zombies, yeah. Uh, I think that's... When they attack at the beginning and they send the la- out the Dothraki. Like the, is that or... the last episode? That's no, the it's last the episode. second to last, isn't it? I think it's the last episode. Oh, yeah, no, I guess you're right. It's the second to last. That episode is great. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I don't care. Everyone want to make fun of the military strategy, put your siege weapons out front. Like, they were battling zombies. Are you stupid? It's not a, it's not a normal battle. 
All right? I So maybe it was a strategic mistake. <laughs> I think there are certain but things. But let it go. Like, right? Like, fans, <laughs> and we've talked about this with Star Wars, is fans are always going to criticize. There's always going to be a sect of your fans that's going to criticize. Yeah, 100%. And they're allowed to. But with, with Game of Thrones, I really feel as if that show built up so much goodwill over the first seven seasons yeah. that it was allowed to do whatever it wanted in season eight, yeah, and I was going to be okay with it. Because yeah. it's not often a show is perfect. Perfect. Game of Thrones is probably the closest you get. I mean... I mean, you're talking week after week. How many times did you end a Game of Thrones episode and you're like, well, that episode was a stinker? Never. 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 Yeah. Every week you're like, well, that was a good one. It may not have been the best one, but it was always a good episode. The closest to that episode. was what, Breaking Bad? Ooh. Well, like every Breaking Bad was going to be a topic for this episode. I have officially started... A rewatch? A rewatch. Now, I've started a rewatch of Breaking Bad before. Got a couple episodes in, and it kind of just fell off because I was a little busy, and then never went back to it. Because, listen, Breaking Bad, like a Sopranos or a Game of Thrones, you got to kind of be in the right mindset. It's a heavier show. Went back to it a couple months ago. Watched episodes like three and four of season one. Didn't go back to it. Last night, I shit you not, last night, get home from dinner, it's kind of late, Amanda goes to bed, and I wasn't tired yet, I'm like, I want something to watch. Laying in bed, have a cup of tea, I'm like, I wanted to watch Impractical Jokers. Okay. Can't stream it anywhere. So Which is weird, because it's always on TV. It's always on TV, but I can't stream I it can anywhere. I can watch it almost any moment yeah. I want. So I couldn't stream it anywhere, so I just was on Netflix, like, what do I want to watch? The Office is gone. I'm just going to, like, watch, like, something quick. And then Breaking Bad's there, and I'm like... I'm in the mood. Put on a few episodes. I want it. So I watched that. Last night, I watched two episodes. Episode 5 and episode 6 of season 1, which is the la- the two last episodes. And oh boy. Oh boy. Great. Have I forgotten. And here's the thing about Breaking Bad. The first four episodes are slow. They're interesting. They're compelling. It's still great television. But they're a little bit slower. You're learning this story. Well, I think they're interesting for a different reason. The last two episodes of season one are so good, and it immediately was like, I now like I'm not turning back. Like yeah, I am gonna, I'm, I'm gonna finish it probably within like the next two weeks. Yeah. I wa- this morning. I woke up thinking like I'm gonna watch an episode this morning, and I did. Like, I forgot how good of a show it is. It's so good. Yeah. No, I agree a hundred percent. I I remember watching it. As it aired, and every time it would go to commercial break, taking a deep breath. Yeah, like, cause, <laughs> and that's, and that's a, what is so good about Breaking Bad that even Game of Thrones didn't have, which was like, it was such, it managed to, from episode one to the last episode, it was a steady trajectory upwards of like more, <laughs> more and more stakes were online. You're like, how oh could this God. keep going? And it's like, and that's like, Amanda hates Breaking Bad. I'm trying to get her to watch it, and she's like, I don't like it. Like, to understand, not understand, that's not like you need to be smart to understand the show. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But it just grips you, man. And then you'll just watch it and like hold your breath for like a whole scene. You're like, so good yeah 
obviously, I have a lot of reverence for it. I think it's my favorite show of all time. Now, have you rewatched but... it since the finale aired? No. Yeah, you should do it. I will eventually. I don't know when. So that's what I'm, I was <laughs> waiting. I was waiting. I but think see, I've rewatched the... every show I've ever liked, but, but here's not the problem. Breaking Bad. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. I'm at a point now where if I'm going to dedicate time to watching a TV show, I need to really want to do it. Yeah. Because I don't watch many things other than live sports these days. And I'm so jaded now by like modern society that if I catch undertones of things or if I look at it a different way, I like the way I remember it. That's And I'm worried that that's I'm going to go back and I'm not going to love it as much. And that's fine. That's why I think Breaking Bad is a perfect show. Because it won't It's not going to do it. It's not going to do it. I know it now. I'm seven episodes in. Into the rewatch, I know it's not gonna happen. I just know it. I remember it, and like, ah, I don't know. Like even Game of Thrones before the last season, there was already starting to be like this is getting a little like starting to get there towards like the political, like the PC yeah. type things. A little, pre- little like preachy. Yeah, and it's like I don't need you telling me anything, but. I don't know. You don't if you I hate when like fantasy shows or shows set in like definitely fictional places try to be like these and like allegories for modern society when and they think they're being clever or subtle but it's so on the nose constantly in yeah. so many shows and I think that's what killed Doctor Who. Oh yeah. And I think that's what killed Star Wars in a lot of ways. And I don't and I think that's why Breaking Bad is so good, right? Like I mean it's I, they, I don't think they care about that, right? Like, they're just trying to tell That's their true. most compelling story that they can. Yeah. Like, the start of episode five in season one, he's teaching in the, in the class, and it's the, you know, Vince Gilligan's always on record talking about how the show's about change. And the, the the lesson is about mercury fulminate or something like that and it how its reaction is it's a super fast reaction and he says the faster the reaction the more violent the reaction is and in that same episode we see Walt go from he's teaching chemistry he's taking he started his chemo and radiation he's sick and by the end of that episode his head is shaved he's throwing down the mercury fulminate to explode Tuco's thing, and he's walking out with a cash, a handful of cash, and like it's a fast change, and that's the whole premise of Breaking Bad, and it's just I think I'm gonna have so much more appreciation for it now because I'm older. Because you, I I think I'm a little bit smarter now, and I have not watched it. You've made since. Meth. I've I've tried meth. <laughs> I've done. I'm uh, a meth addict now. I love meth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is not true. I definitely recommend Breaking Bad. Definitely recommend Star Wars Clone Wars for two totally different reasons. Wow. And I do agree. I think we are kind of veering into a pop culture, political, sports related kind of all genres podcast. So I kind of like the development. This is podcast ten. I can't believe we've made it this far in our podcasting history. 10 episodes. We've covered 10 so weeks. many. And we're so versatile. Like, who cares? Why do we got to pigeonhole ourselves into having, like, a topic when we could cover olives in our first episode, 
Carpeting stairs in our second episode. We're a DIY. Oh, that's another thing I want to back to stairs really quick. You want to be a DIY podcast? No. If you want a DIY podcast, oh. then Kevin, help us. Great YouTube the, series. You and him should have your own podcast where you talk We're about DIY stuff. DIY and art. Because he's like good at it. And you're not that you're not good at it, no. but like you're new to it. I feel like it'd be fun. You talk about your projects, what you're working on. I would listen. Well, I do. I do recommend his YouTube channel. It's very good. I was going to say though, to carpet stairs or whatever. I really do feel like if you have the will to just watch the videos of what it is you want to do, any project seems like it's at least worth investing your time in the research because if I, I if I watched those videos of the carpeting and realized I couldn't do it, I wouldn't have done it. But then you watch the videos and you're like, I think I can do this. Well, that's the thing, right? Like as pessimistic as we are about like where we are in society today, there yeah. are so many great things. Yeah, which of is like. We're, the, we're just negative people. Yeah, the access you have to shit like that. <laughs> like, every day on Facebook, I watch people do incredible Anything, things yeah, in a 30 minute, a thirty second video. Like, I watch someone build an entire Victorian mansion out of popsicle <laughs> sticks. It's like, amazing. It's crazy. Like, I can now do it. I watched him do it. I'm like, oh, I can do that. If I wanted to. I so, yeah, like, if you want to carpet your stairs, you can do it. Yeah, like, just go for it. If you want to start doing your own oil changes, you can do it. You don't have to go pay someone to do your own. In fact... Realistically, no one should ever have to pay anyone to do anything ever again because everyone should be capable of doing it on their own. The problem is they're censoring information now. Well. (laughs) So we have to download it all offline quick. Download all the YouTube servers. Someone have a hard drive that big? No. What's the the statistic? Something like... 240 billion videos get uploaded every day. Yeah, it's like is that some is that right? It's like more minutes that have ever existed in time get uploaded every day. It's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. But you know that's the that's what's amazing about humanity. And you know what? That speaks to why you don't watch anything on TV today. There's so much else to watch. I watch so many YouTube videos. I watch you and Amanda does. I don't think Amanda gets it because she doesn't. Amanda's not a big YouTuber. She doesn't like. She won't go on there and just like get lost. Yeah. Oh my God. I do. I do it daily, and on all sorts of topics. Yeah. Um. I mean, it is. It's amazing what you can find too. I mean, you literally made a terrarium today. I made a terrarium because because I found that hobby on YouTube. Exactly. And it looks pretty cool. I think it looks like a jar of dirt. It is. It is. But I will say. I wasn't expecting the cool layers. Like, it looks pretty cool. Right? The only thing I will say is it doesn't look like you have pebbles on the bottom. It looks like you went straight to giant rocks. It's a mix. But, yeah, it's a lot of giant rocks. I don't it's think, the same I don't think you did it right. It's the same purpose. Are you sure? Yeah. I like the sand layer. It's too much, though. Too much sand. Terrarium, now, what I'm, I'm hoping for is over the next few days to weeks... That, like, the plants will start to die and then grow, and the bugs that are in the soil, whatever little bugs I got, will come up start and to eat s- the f- start to sprout a little bit, and then that ecosystem will start to thrive on its own. Hopefully, I watered it enough. Um, we did. We'll have to find when out. When I was a senior in high school, we had this senior, I was an AP bio, which I did not deserve to be in that class. What a waste <laughs> of time. Um,. We had a project that we had to work on for a couple weeks at a time. I think it was actually like 
a two-month-long process. <clears throat> we had a little group, and we were we had these like bugs. I don't know if they were. I forget if they were caterpillars and stuff. But we kept them in these little, like little tiny, almost terrariums. These okay. little squares, and we would each week measure the weight of their poop. Oh God. That they would have. And then based off their poop weight, we would be able to, like, tell how many calories it was intaking a day and how much energy it was spending per day. I don't really remember it because I'll be honest. I didn't do any of the work in the project. (laughs) Everyone else in the group did. Again, I did not deserve to be in that class. Um, In fact, the kid that was in my group is, like, a doctor now. So. That's amazing, though. And I'm, like. Or him. Him. It's weird that you just assumed female well guys are idiots not this guy <laughs> not meanwhile this guy. here i am you have many podcasts <laughs> and a life that is not worth talking about it is funny like i after my sophomore year i just want it to be an honors chemistry i didn't deserve to be an honors chemistry i did not have the grade for it but because i just want it to be they're like yeah you can just fill up this paper and i was like oh cool and then honors chemistry, if you remember it, our high school, kind of a joke, based on, you know, just things. And then because I was eligible now for an AP class because I took an honors class, I was like, sure, let's do it. Oof. <laughs> what, a, what a mistake. I spent that whole year doing shit. I had no idea what I was doing. And when I took the AP test, got a two- which, if you're familiar with AP classes, just means like you just wasted your whole year. It's useless. What a joke. The school system, as a whole, I don't like it. You sound like somebody who didn't work hard enough. Oh, it's so funny. I say that all the time <laughs> to like these kids that I I work with now. I'm like. You guys should try more. Because, yeah. like, I'm be honest. I look back and I've put effort. The amount of things I've put effort into, so few. But Carpeting what, the stairs, I put a lot of sports, effort into that, but never really school. Sports, I put no effort into sports. I barely wanted to go to practice. I didn't want to try when I was at practice. And I was still pretty good. I was okay. Man, I probably could have been a lot better. But isn't that what I never really, studied. Isn't that what really separates people? Yeah, 100%. So like we're 100%. just hundred percent. We're just lazy. Yes, pieces of crap. I think about that all the time. And then they're just successful people. Exactly. And that's fine. But you can be, and that's and <laughs> so that everyone is why. Out there, just try harder. That's why I used to hate. I used to vehem, What's the word? Vehemently. 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 Go against that stupid notion of all it takes for you to be successful. You just got to work hard. I used to. I hated that. Now I look at that and go, no, it's, like, literally true. Isn't it amazing how most kids, like, the youth are, like, 90% leftist, like, ideologues? I I was. One of them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, like, by the time you're 90, you're some conservative. Because you learn through your life and you're like, I was wrong. Like, like, holy shit. (laughs) Like, working hard does actually work. But a lot, you learn a lot of things more than that. But you learn a lot. But see, I'm right now at thirty, definitely not politically conservative. 
No. But I would way say you're more still like kind of with the party, but like definitely hate the GOP. Oh, for sure. But like in terms of like if I had to number the politicians on either side that I liked, six. There'd be like, yeah, there'd be like six GOP and maybe one Democrat. Um and that's I can't, Tulsi, I can, but she's I can going. Only, I can only think of Tulsi. What do you mean she's going? She's done with the new Congress. What does that mean? She won't be in Congress anymore. What does that mean? Like, she's just not going to be a politician anymore? Yeah. We're just stuck without Tulsi Gabbard? Yeah. Makes politics a worse place. She might run for, for Senate in Hawaii soon. Or something, maybe governor. She might run for something else. Do you see Andrew Yang is running for New York mayor? I hope he gets it. Good I do too. Him. Maybe he will. But I, I'm still... I'm skeptical. But I was the one who I was a Yang them. guy very yeah. early on. Very early on, I was a Yang guy. And immediately, not immediately, but pretty quickly, was kind of deterred by him and went, eh, he's going he's gonna to be a sellout. He's not... I hope he proves me wrong, but I think he's just going to kind of go the way of Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders would be the incoming chairman of the Senate Budget Committee. Fuck Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Alright, I don't want to get into politics this podcast. We're 41 minutes in. No, no point, because we have other topics. Next week, after the inauguration, we'll dedicate a lot of time to politics. We should actually change our recording schedule, since the inauguration is to next Tuesday. Is it next Tuesday? Yes. No, I think it's better that we wait. Give it time to settle. Settle. See what happens in that first few days. It's going to be weird. The whole thing's gonna be weird. No one's gonna be there because like there's, there's not gonna be thirty thousand soldiers there. It's gonna be like I'm telling you, it's North Korea now. Didn't I? Say, I've said that on election day. Amanda's, <laughs> I said it's North Korea. Amanda's family came down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We like got into politics, and it's weird how many people know this is different this time. Like it's not, it's not the same as it was. It's not like all right, your side lost. And you'll go get them in four years. It's like, we lost. Our society's forever going to be changed for it. <laughs> and I hope to God it's not as bad as we all think it is. <laughs> and everyone feels that way. How fucking scary is that? How fucking scary is that? <laughs> the only people who don't feel that way are ardent Democrats. Oh, yeah. And there's and ardent Democrats think they're half of the Remember, country. They think, they think we're about to like start a new a new way of life that's so great. Yeah. Yep. We're going to be at war with Russia. I, I don't want to talk years. about this today. War with Russia no. within two years. Just no. Putting it out there now. Not in this podcast. I want to. I don't want to get into politics. I'll say it again. But I will say, I do want Democrats to at least. Let's come to this agreement right now. Let's hold Joe Biden to the same standard of Donald Trump, whereas no new wars. Will Joe Biden commit to that? I don't care what happens. I don't care if the Chinese have submarines off the fucking coast of California. Don't do anything. Can you? No new wars. Can they you, can have it? Can you bet on politics and like global geopolitics? Like yes. Because if there's like, if they put out an over under like one and a half new wars in the next four years, hammer that over. Getting at least five. No. Well, I'm hoping they. I'm hoping that everyone's paying attention now. No. <laughs> in fact i don't think this is politics i think we're gonna start transitioning away from politics with this um i was watching the football game at mom and dad and it was like a colbert commercial 
and like the the like promo. It's a promo to get. You have to get people to watch your show. What are you gonna put out there that's gonna entice people? What, if you had to guess, what what is he talking about? Just guess the subject. Is it Donald Trump? It's Donald Trump. Why? And I, I can't. So what I said was, as soon as he said, I said, all of these shows are gonna be off the air within the next year. They have nothing to talk about. But then I corrected myself. I said, you know what? I'm underestimating them. I think they're just going to double down. I think they're going to keep talking about Trump for the next four years. Like, I don't think they're ever going to talk about Biden. I think we're just going to get Trump talk from, like, these comedian, comedians and drive us all insane. Yeah. I think, but they're insane. <laughs> Everyone's insane. We're fucking lost. <laughs> oh, God. But again, this isn't a political episode. Want to talk about the Yankees? No. I want to talk about the... Well... Maybe eventually. Okay. But I do want to talk about the Deshaun Watson trade because we both kind of softened on it. Only if it prevents him from going to the Jets. Or the Patriots. I can't live with that. I don't care if he goes to the Patriots. Get that evil out of your mouth. I really don't I, No, I, really don't I do. I don't think he would ever go to the Patriots. The Patriots can't make that trade. They have no picks. That's probably true. I would like him on the Dolphins because it would be cool to have a quarterback like Deshaun Watson for his prime years. However, Tua could be that, and I don't like just throwing that aside. Here's what I'm, I'm going to keep. I have to try my best to keep this as my, my opinion. Whether it's Tua or Deshaun, I don't really care. We have to win. As much as I love Tua, I'm going to trust whatever Brian Flores and Chris Greer do. I think these two, together, are going to build, maybe not a dynasty, but a perennial contender. And I'm okay with that. That's better than what we've got. So, yes, I've softened. I would... um, I mean, it's hard to be... I'm going to say the word again. Vehemently? Vehemently. Vehemently. Vietnam. It's hard to be Vietnamly against... (sighs) Getting a top five quarterback who's 26 years old. But watching Deshaun Watson play, I've always felt like he was borderline, unlike that borderline of being a great quarterback, but not that level. Like, I always felt like he was the guy. I don't care this year because I've heard it. I've heard all the stats. I know what he did this year. year. But I've watched every game. Because we cared about the Texans. I watched the yeah. Texans. Yeah. I'll tell you what. He didn't win them the games. We won them like four games. Okay. But they were in a lot of those games it is at the true. end of the game. It is true. It's not like they got blown out in these games. And they didn't win. Correct. And now it's that not all on him. The team is bad. But I've seen They're quarter... Not, are, they, are they that bad, though? Because no, they, they were in the playoffs talent. the year yeah. before. They have a lot of time. Now, he's... He has a lot of playoff experience. He's won a lot of games. He has very good stats, and he is a top five quarterback and all that. I'm just saying, I've watched a lot of his career now, and I definitely watched him all season this year. And I saw him put up the numbers he put up, and there are moments where he is amazing and electric. And to have that type of quarterback, I would take it. I've I'm said, just saying, I'm satisfied with having Tua, Tua and the and picks. Bill, yes, 100%. But if they made the trade, as long as it wasn't so prohibitive, it com- I might do it. It completely depends on, <laughs> on what, what it is. On what it is. But you know what? They talked about it on three yards per carry. Like 
the the Texans, if you're like like think about it if you're the Texans. Regardless of Deshaun Watson can be as mad as he wants. You don't have to trade. The him. athletes don't have the power. Except in basketball, which is fucking weird. James Harden gained forty pounds and got a trade. That was that's the coolest shit I've ever seen. The Nets gave up like <laughs> if you're like a if you're born this year and you're like an you're in Brooklyn and you want to raise your kid as a Nets fan, they won't have a first round pick like until that kid is like in college. And they just it's crazy. They just got their first round picks like they were finally starting to draft in the first round again because then they just do that deal like five years ago that prevented them from having a first anyway. That's, I don't even, what was I saying? Oh, Deshaun Watson doesn't have the power. He's got a no-trade clause. So let's look at it from the but Texans' perspective. that's what perspective. I think all this is. Your fan base is going to kill you if you trade a franchise quarterback. That they love. That they love, who is 26 years old, who has 10 more years in this league minimum, to go out there and give you guys a chance to win a Super Bowl. You, you have to get so much back. And I am not prepared to give so much back. I'm not giving away two ones in this year's draft. I need a first-round pick this year. So they can have the three. I can give away a one next year. And maybe even the year after that. But that's like as far as I'm going. Yeah, I kind of agree. I think that I might give up all three first-round picks. And you have to give up your quarterback. You have to give up Tua. Yes. And I would like to keep Tua. I kind of want Tua to be the backup to Deshaun Watson. I would love that. Right? It'd be fucking awesome. Just run like a two-quarterback system a little bit. Where it's like, it's mostly Deshaun. I wouldn't. I would just say Tua. You're just going to sit here. Deshaun's injury-prone, too. He misses a lot of games. But, ultimately, yeah, I agree with you. I trust what the front office does. I think that they'll do the right thing. And if they don't do the right thing, it'll just be typical for being a Dolphins fan. Because you'll watch Tua develop and become amazing in Texas. And Deshaun Ooh. Watson will be the Dante Culpepper. Can we, can we talk about the text I sent you before? Not about the safeties, about uh, Patrick Mahomes. Because I could be totally wrong. Sure. Okay. I could be totally wrong about this. I'm never going to pretend like I know the most about football because I most certainly do not. I'm not a big football – not as much as baseball. Okay. So, Justin Herbert – and Deshaun Watson, now that he's getting talked about, right? Like, they have these physical traits. Deshaun Watson makes plays with his legs. He's got this big arm. Justin Herbert has this big arm. The Dolphins missed out on, on this guy. Josh Allen, big, physical, big arm. Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in football. Not that big. Not that big of a guy. Not that big of an arm. He, make, he can make all the throws. What makes him special? Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. It's not even close right now. Maybe Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers is another one, right? He's got all of the physical traits. He's got the rocket arm. He's, he's got the smarts. Patrick Mahomes is a smart quarterback who takes care of the football and makes accurate throws. That he, And he's giving them to probably the best off team that has, like, like the offensive weapons they have between Travis Kelsey, Hill, Hardman and Williams, like, I mean, he's just he's just working with what he's got. And I think it's interesting that the other small quarterback, who's one of the best quarterbacks in football, is Russell Wilson, and they're both baseball players. That is true. Did two ever play baseball? No. Maybe. Probably not. His dad was like a psycho. He's like, you're playing football. <laughs> 
Um, so what's going on in the Yankee world? Because I'm not really in the loop. Okay, so I'm, I'm I've been pretty much locked into the Yankees for the past like month now. Um, been listening to all my podcasts. Yankee Twitter's been starting to really get going here, and I was it was getting very negative, and I was on that train. I was ready to like tear him tear him down. Now they resigned DJ, six years, fifteen mil a year, so for a total of nineteen of ninety million. Um, I actually think that's a great deal. The fifteen million a year is huge. Uh, lets us stay under the luxury tax this year, which I'm assuming they're trying to do. They want to reset the tax, which it's kind of annoying. But we signed Kluber pending a physical. So we're still waiting on that, that contract detail. We don't know how much that one-year deal is for. The rumors are it's $11 million, which if that's the case, that is way too much money on a one-year <laughs> Kluber deal who's pitched like 30 innings in the past two years. Well, Scary. If it's insured, they're probably not worried about it. I don't know. But then... There was rumblings yesterday that apparently the Yankees are interested in making a trade with the Cincinnati Reds to acquire Luis Castillo. Now that is a move that gets me excited. Because then you're talking about a rotation that is Cole, Castillo, Kluber, who maybe is something, but maybe it's not. So let's say he's not there. Severino, who comes back. And again, but... You got the kids. You got the kids. Well... Although you won't have Davey, because Davey's probably going in the Luis Castillo trade, which I don't, I'm fine with. Like, no, you won't have all the kids. You won't have all of them. And you won't have Clint, most likely. But I'm okay with it. It'd you have nice to bolster Clint. this rotation. It would be nice for Clint to start, and Cincinnati would be a great town for him. I think they'd love him. He's a hustle player. They love hustle players out there. I don't know if he would look good in red. I think he would, with the red, red hair. Red on red? Just like going nuts out there in the outfield. Probably be fun. Probably make the face of Cincinnati if they ever get good with Sonny Gray pitching like as an old man. How much... I used to love Sonny Gray. I'm still a big Sonny Gray fan. So It'd good. be great if he's like pitching in a World Series in Cincinnati. You're gonna and, be like, able... has a mental meltdown because like... the... no, at the end of his career, you're gonna be able to go back through his stats and say, "What an awesome career he had!" Except for these two years in, in New, New York, York where he like, couldn't pitch. Crazy. It's gonna suck for us, but but that's our fault. We do this to ourselves. We ruin players in New York. <laughs> And the Mets are worse at it, but, like, we're the worst. We also make players, though. At this, like, you have to also... It goes both ways. Curtis Granderson was made in New York. Yeah. He was good in Detroit. Yeah, like, this fucking monster. Does Mariano or Jeter, does that happen outside If they're playing some... I don't know. I don't know. Mariano, probably. Derek had one pitch. Der- yeah, but I think that's how good he was. Whereas, like, Derek Jeter... But he was good because of the teams he was on and the situations he was pitching in. And then he was just mentally stronger than yeah, anyone else. But and like, he overcame it. And he fed off the fans that existed in New York. Like, if he was so in maybe San Diego... Saying, like, but I'm, like, I was thinking about that as, like... Is Mo locking down if Derek Jeter, World Series If Derek Jeter was a royal. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same career. No. Some players are just born great, doesn't matter where they're playing. A-Rod, Mike Trout, Ted Williams, Pete Rose. Like, it's whatever. They're just going to be great. Dude, I... But some players are great, but when they come to New York, their mental fortitude, they can't handle our obnoxious fan base. It's getting crazy how much my hatred of Mike Trout continues to grow. 
<laughs> and it's not, just, it's not even his fault. That's envy. It's not, no, it's not his fault. It is the media and fans of baseball's fault for acting. He is the best player in baseball right now, 100%. He is not even close to the best player of all time. Please stop with that. He's not. Not even close. But he's as close as we've come since Bonds. No. He really is. No. Compare years. All right. As close as we've come his, since A-Rod. He's only one generation of players. His position is the only thing that is making him, like, Albert Pujols' numbers through the same time of his career are better. Frank Thomas, same time through his career, are better. A-Rod, better. All right, but he's a generational player. Yeah, he's absolutely fantastic. But it, people have to stop with that. He's the best player of all time already. But, I mean, compare him to, like, his contemporaries who are also great. So, like, compare him to Correa or Judge or Altuve oh, yeah, or, or he, Bellinger. He blows them all, all out of the water. Of like, it's not even close. They, either they can't stay on the field or they can't be as consistent. And it's crazy, right? Because, like... He Christian is legitimately Yelich. great. And I used to hate on him, and I do hate on him because I do I agree with you. The adulation he gets is annoying. But at the end of the day, when you look at his stats, Christian Yelich can go out there and have himself a fucking year that's just like that is better, like marginally better than Mike Trout. Cody Bellinger can go out there and have a year marginally better than Mike Trout. But Mike Trout is having those marginally worse years year after year, and that is crazy. Yeah. But, here's another one. Shohei Otani. I want to stop saying his fucking name. He's awful. He's done nothing. He really hasn't done anything. He gets talked about. Last year, before the shortened season, they were talking about how he's like pretty much the lock for the MVP because in a shortened season, he gets to do both and how great he's going to be. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything last year. But that's why pundits who predict things, either when it's politics or sports or whatever, they don't know anything. We don't know anything. We're just trying to best guess... The future, but no one can do that. Here's what I know. Oh, actually. So, remember last year the Yankees got uh, this dude Cressy, Eric Cressy. He was gonna read. He's, he's our new. He's like our over. He overlooks all of our like training procedures, and he's, the idea was he was gonna calm down our injuries. And then last year, just like all the previous years, we got hurt again. Apparently that's a thing, that once you switch over all your staff, you still have to deal with injuries, but it's the year after and then going forward where everything starts to take shape. So I'm very interested to see if that works. If we just like have a healthy year, wouldn't that be exciting? I think it's all luck of the draw though. A little bit. Because it's all their personal workout routines and their lifting. It's all different stuff. John Carlos Stan said he changed everything. He did yoga. He went into flexibility training. He played six minutes. <laughs> and it's amazing to me that someone who could look like a Greek statue, as soon as they so run, fragile. As soon as they run at all, they pull something. It's almost, it's so funny. Is he not stretching? Like what is he doing? He does like everything except stretch before a game. Have you seen Unbreakable with Bruce Willis? Yeah, one of my favorite. He's made movies. of glass. All right, it'd be like if one of your favorite movies. Yes. It'd be like a Samuel Jackson in that movie were built like Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, it is crazy. You'd be like, wait, why do you look like that? You're so fragile. I'm, I am I'm excited for this season, especially if it's like full go, normal, 162, 
fans in the stands. It'll probably be limited fans. But New York, I think New York's like going to open fully. Cuomo's like, we got to open this state up because like, <laughs> Trump's, Trump's out. So like, <laughs> time to open it up. I love so, it. So, which I'm fine with <laughs> if it means I get to go to Yankee games. Yeah, I'm going to be there. With no mask. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm not wearing a mask <laughs> in the fucking stands. Pandemic's over, everyone. Uh, hey, I'll make that compromise. Joe Biden can be peacefully in office. I won't say anything about how he's if I get legitimate. Games and it's back. completely banana republic and our elections clearly don't matter. And society is hanging by a thread. If we could just say the pandemic's over. Like, people can still get it and, like, shit will happen. Like, whatever. Like, you just declare just it stop over. counting and let's just move on. Like, like just, it's just a it's disease. It's over. If you get COVID, you're going to go to the doctor and the doctor's be like, oh my God, it's COVID. And they're going to treat you. But other than that, like, it's just like, and you can wear a mask if you want, but you don't have to. Let's go well, back to that. How long did it take? Like, remember in, was it Japan or China when, where bird flu originated? Do you know? China, both, both of them, I think. Okay, so when bird flu became a thing, I remember seeing the pictures from China of everyone in masks. They don't wear masks as much anymore. And if they do wear masks, it's actually for like their smog issue and the pollution, less so than a virus. And that doesn't even help. So like, how long did it take them to get over bird flu? But it's not a matter of getting over. They were wearing masks for SARS, the first SARS. You know what I mean? Like it's, in, it's part of their culture. But they're, I mean, if you know the difference between East and West cultures and especially China... They're much more obedient to the state. In China, I mean, President Xi and their four founders, like, they're looked at like deities in a lot of ways, so it's different. But our people aren't like that, and they shouldn't be forced to wear anything that they don't want to wear, like, especially a face mask, especially if there's no hard... Especially if I'm in the gym. Yeah. And if if you choose to take the risk of the current climate... Which is a year into a pandemic. Remember, I was arguing with people before we ever locked down that we should never do this because there's no going back. And here we are. So so much farther into the future. And it's there's no sign of it going back. Aside from Cuomo now being like, we have to go back because Trump's out of office. Well, it was him. It was the Chicago... Lori Lightfoot. She was like, we gotta open up. Who looks so much like Beetlejuice and then, it's hilarious. And then that same day... Was it, was it The Who? Someone came out with the report that the lockdowns are actually not helping at all. It's <laughs> like, so, oh, thanks. Great. All right, let's wrap it up. Next week, we'll get into all the political stuff. We'll talk about the inauguration. We'll do an autopsy on the Trump administration. We'll talk about what's next for political outcasts now that our society is dominated by leftist culture. I'll tell you what's next. And, uh, yeah, and we'll go from there. And we'll do this all together as a family. If you're listening, thank you. We appreciate it. Please consider sharing with your friends and family if you think they'd like our conversations. Because that's what this is. Because that's what this is. Leave a comment. And uh, do you have anything else, Frank? Um, no. Thank you guys for listening. Should we play the squirt bottle? Oh, yeah.
What does it say? Actually, to hear me playing with this thing the whole episode. Like zooms in. Uh, yeah. So I was like you said before. I think if we go with minimal politics today, let's just go into it, and I'll bring up the topics I want to talk about. You bring up the topics you want to talk about. I sit in that chair like you would if we were doing the podcast. And if we get to the end and there's not much politics, that'll be fine. Make sense? Yep. Okay. Guess not. Now sit in that chair. Oh. Alright, we're good to go then. Do the computer charger?